100. It's a Friday. A lot of people are happy today, you know. We're getting ready for the weekend. We're in the holiday season. But if you're a Cowboys fan, probably not Probably not so much. <laughs> oh, man. just uh, it, I don't know what's happening because our Spurs have been seeming – they've struggled this season, too. And, yeah. I mean, they've had some recent success. But the Cowboys, I don't know uh, – Man, okay, listen. Usually Let's, I watch the game with Justin. He had to go do stuff for work last night. So I watched Floribama Shore instead, which is like Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. It's like a trash reality oh, TV. Man. So I didn't watch the game. I'm going to be honest. But well, I you, have a lot of feelings about how you feel. I think, uh, the, you know what? You you got just as much of trash TV as you would have seen if you watched the Cowboys. <laughs> it's the same thing. Because, listen, okay, uh, in the Jimmy Johnson days, right, the coach that had us all the Super Bowls and we were going for the three-peat and everything, I'm talking the, the triple-headed monster of Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders, Troy Aikman, the glory days, right? Yeah, when they were really good, right? They were really good. And we were America's team. And, it, and when you said that, you can say that and no one can say anything. Yep. We're like, oh, yeah, you're right. You are. But mm-hmm. yesterday, you know, and here's the thing. I think I see this on Facebook. People go, I'm still riding by my team, the Cowboys. Why? That's what I. That's where I'm saying it's, it needs to stop because it's not wrong. It's like you're in a bad relationship and you just keep saying oh my gosh. it's going to be okay. You keep going through it's, the crazy cycle. Yes, it's, it's like you keep saying it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's like we finally got a quarterback in Dak Prescott we've been praying for, and he's not dropping stuff like the the, uh, the previous guy we had that's in <laughs> a, a freaking prodigy in the, in the announcer booth. But you got <laughs> Zeke Elliott, who's been complaining, held the team hostage all offseason, yep. and he's only had five games this season over 100 yards trying to act like he was the best player ever and he needed more money and now his actions are not holding to his words 81 yard a whopping 81 yards yesterday on 19 carries and one of the and i think one of those uh, plays it was like a 21 yard gain so you take away one of those carries it's 60 something yards on 18 carries now so if, what you're saying is that's not good enough it's not good enough but it all, <laughs> start, it all starts at the, it all starts at the top it's and that's so true and that's not just with football that's with any job it's with any job so like and it, you go into any sales job says you go in today and you you know you have to hit your sales numbers you got your sales manager saying all right guys you know it's strong beginning of december let's get these numbers it doesn't matter where you work it all comes from the top right and what happens if you don't hit your sales numbers well obviously you're going to look at the sales reps but then if you continually guess what your sales manager general manager they don't look at your sales guy and say hey you know what you're not cutting it you're not picking the right guys let's get you out so is that the solution though a lot of cowboys fans are saying and and justin hasn't said this yet but i keep seeing it on Facebook, and obviously you feel that way. Everyone says fire Jason Garrett. Fire the head coach. The reason I say that is because with Jason Garrett, when you get rid of him, Suddenly, no one's safe. Your your special teams coach, he's looking at he's looking really hard now, saying, "Okay, they got rid of the head coach. You know, get rid of your defensive." The, the, Do you think had, it's going to make people work harder if they if they fire Jason Garrett oh, because te- people will be afraid? It'll, it'll add a fire under the team's butt because none of them even want to play for him right now. At least that's what it looked like yesterday. That I, is what it looks like. Anytime they walk off the field, he's like, "Good job, good job, guys, good try." And Dak, they're like, "Get away from me." Dak looked like <laughs> the only one who wanted to be on the field yesterday, and I'm not even exaggerating. And y'all know what I'm talking it's about. Tough. There were more holes in that defense than. Uh, I mean, geez, like then a sinking ship is what the Cowboys are. And it's it's ridiculous. And so I feel like as fans, it, yes, you could be a ride or die fan. I get that. But at some point, you've got to be upset at your team and say, you know what? Enough is enough. But also the fans don't make those decisions. They don't. So it does come down to Jerry Jones. But when you start seeing a lack of team support and a fan base, because ultimately at the end of the day, it is a business. The Dallas Cowboys are one of the biggest brands in the NFL. That is true. It, you take away. Dang, and, and that's a good point. It's like a customer, right? You, right. If, you, if a product that you believe in, 
and you invest money in, you invest time in because time yep. is money. Yep. You're st- you're spending Monday night with your, with these guys, you know, four or, hours. You know, a Thursday night where they haven't lost in forty years. Oh my gosh! So it's just it's out of control at this point, and everyone that's saying it's going to be okay, it's going to be, it's not going to be okay because it would have been already. We started out the season strong with a three game win streak, and now we're we we got torched by the Bears. It was horrible. Look, I'm not in business. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan by marriage, and I see the frustration in everyone in this city that is a Cowboys fan, but it's not up to us. So everyone can keep ranting and raving on Facebook about how they need to fire Jason Garrett, but the only person that can actually do it is Jerry Jones. Is he ever going to do it? We don't know. Well, that's the thing. You would think Jerry would have higher expectations at this point, especially being that when he bought the team, he turned it around and did this whole thing with Jimmy Johnson. But You also have to have an idea before you fire someone who you're going to hire. True, and, and that's a very true statement. So maybe but, that's what they're also but waiting on, for. But on the interim, they, they move everyone up, you know, and the coaches and stuff. Oh, so. see, I don't know all that about no, and that's okay. That's okay, and that's fine, but, but then again, Again, look what happened. That's yeah. how that's how it would happen with Tony Romo. He got his big break when Drew uh was not Bledsoe. Uh, I think it was Bledsoe. When our quarterback at the time got injured, Tony Romo went in and we didn't expect him. And yeah. so I think if you do that, things could change and the and you want to keep Dak Prescott. And I think that'll be one of the ways you keep Dak Prescott. Well, I guess we'll see what happens, you know. We'll, we'll just keep following on Twitter and watching sports oh, channels. Oh man, we got the Rams <laughs> next on uh Sunday at 325. Can't wait to see Jason Garrett's brilliant leadership. <laughs> if you want to share some feelings about the Cowboys. Do you think the solution is firing Jason Garrett? Um, are you one of those, you know, girls that, like me that just sits at home and eats wings? I don't know. Four seven zero five two nine nine Y one hundred. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Marissa. Marissa, what's going on? How do you feel about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, I'm so frustrated. I just wanted to point out, and and everyone needs to remember that we got Jason Garrett as an interim coach. Right. When we fired Wade Phillips, when when Jerry fired Wade Phillips. Do you feel like they just settled for Jason Garrett then since he was already there? I mean, maybe partially, but in the beginning he was doing a better job than Wade was. And, and now it's just they we've given him too long and he just kind of hasn't done anything. Right. It's like class. you got to have results and produce. And it's like, how long can you go without producing results to where you say, OK, it's time. Time is up. As a head coach, I feel like you cannot exactly. get comfortable. And that's just no. not as a head coach. That's in any job. Any yes. person, if you go to your job, you have to still give 100 percent every day. You can't just get comfortable and just coast along. Preach. Exactly. And I like that you're clapping through this because that is very appropriate. Because that's all you can get together is clap. He doesn't. He doesn't get emotional about anything. You're he just right. everything and thinks that it's going to be okay, and it's just not. It's like he's kind of trying to convince himself. Yeah, like. and the desperation's showing because he challenged in the first like first quarter. I'm like, whoa, okay, you're, I understand it was a play that was debatable, but to challenge that quickly and throw the challenge flag out in the first quarter, I'm like, wait, how desperate are you for points? Like, come on, man. I'm like, no, I don't have a challenge. Well, all right, Marissa, thank you so much for calling this morning. You know, we're going to keep the Cowboys in our prayers. Please. <laughs> and maybe, maybe Again. I know. Maybe next year. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Y100, good morning. Who's this? This is Brian. What's up, Brian? Are you feeling some type of way after this Cowboys loss? I was actually calling to see if y'all wanted. I had some extra Houston Texans jerseys in my closet. Oh! Oh, man. I love that. That is funny. 
You know I, what? I, the... I, I find it I find it funny that everybody hypes on the Cowboys, but they forget that the Houston Texans are actually a closer team than the Cowboys in mileage. You know, and you're right about that. And I think a lot of people, when the Houston Oilers became the Tennessee Titans, it kind of like Houston just kind of fell off a little bit. And it's like, well, we still have our Cowboys, and then the Texans came. I don't ever forget about Houston because JJ Watt is on the it's on of the Texans. Of course, you so know, you I and everyone know else. Where they are. <laughs> hey, he can't help me on my fantasy team. He's so. out there taking care of people, donating money, hugging, bringing dogs right. on the field. Like he is yeah. a great, he's a great person and a great player. Oh, <laughs> well, everybody better watch out for the Texans. Neither one of our Texas teams have good coaches, but we do have good teams. I agree. And with amazing that. players like JJ Watt. Oh. He is a great, <laughs> a great footballian. Oh, girl. What is a his position? What's his, <laughs> what's his position again? Defensive end. Yeah, I know. A great defensive end. He's good uh, really good at defending the end zone. Wow. <laughs> well, thanks, Brian, for calling. If you have a JJ Watt jersey, I'll gladly take yeah, it off your you'll hands. You'll take that number 99 all day. I've got plenty of them. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you. Y'all have a good weekend. All you right, too. Bye.